All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very highly anticipated episode of the Quality Control Show. Episode 22. (laughs) (laughs) I almost forgot (laughs) after just saying it before we started recording. Zach, what are we going to be talking about? Today, we're talking about Squid Game, the new South Korean show on Netflix that has taken the world by storm. I mean, truly, you cannot go anywhere on the internet without seeing some reference to this show. It is the biggest Netflix show of all time. Oh, did it did it finally surpass? Um, what was number one? Was it Stranger Things or oh, no, dude? Okay, uh, small aside. Um, I was listening to Charlie's podcast, and they were talking about the same thing because Squid Game was rapidly approaching first place. But dude, they were talking about like what some of the top shows are on Netflix, and they're all like really like, dude, Stranger Things and The Witcher are like in the top ten, but not even in like the top five. Okay, dude. Okay, I remember seeing uh, Taylor's roommate watch this show. Um, and it was number one. It was, um, oh God, I can't remember. It's like that drama that takes place in like Europe um, where it's like, I mean, it's just sort of thing where it's like drama. Everyone's fucking and there's like political stuff, but. <clears throat> okay. Hold up. Okay, you you lead us in. I'm going to I'm gonna look it up. It's going to bother me. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking about Squid Game, the new show. Um, we both just recently finished it, and the interesting thing is that we didn't watch this together, uh, and we haven't talked about it together. So we're going to get both of our ideas fresh from different points of view, and I'm I'm curious to see what Solomon has to say about it. Um, I really liked this show. Bridgerton. Bridgerton was the number <laughs> oh, one Bridgerton. show watched of all time, and it's a lot of shit. Like, 13 Reasons Why is number four. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, sorry, that was a small aside. That's just interesting. Anyway... So we're going to get two fresh perspectives because we didn't watch it together. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what you think about it. I really liked this show to a point. To, so I am the same way. Uh, for the majority of this show, I was very, very on board um, until about episode eight. Okay. Um, where things just fucking fall apart. <laughs> so yeah. we can get into that um let's, yeah, let's we'll give like a it. baseline of the show like okay the, the so mean potatoes the mean potatoes if anyone doesn't know if you live under a rock yeah this show is set in south korea also we always say this but this is this show hasn't been out that long and i know people are still watching it so riddle with spoilers we're gonna spoil fucking everything in the okay, show yeah. so if you haven't watched it like if you don't know our show we fucking ruin everything so yeah. know that because <laughs> we're about to get into we're it. gonna get yeah. into every single thing so this uh, this show takes place in South Korea, and the whole premise behind this show is that there is this game called, I guess it's called Squid Game. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah, um, yeah. Where people are picked and also volunteer at the same time. Mm-hmm. People who are poor or out of luck or they desperately need money, and they're given this opportunity to play this game with other people. Um, they go to like this island and everything. And they play different mini games, essentially, like kids games. And if you lose these games, you die. Yeah, you're asking. But dying. if you win, you're you're instantly rich. You mm-hmm. get like it's like forty million or something. Yeah, I mean you uh, are like wildly US wealthy. Yeah. You're wildly wealthy. And so the whole idea of this show is you have these different characters from different backgrounds with all their different reasons for needing this money so bad. That they'll throw their lives on the line. They're willing to put their lives on line for it. And this shows about their relationships. Uh, this shows about 
the ideas behind the games kind of and what kind of what it means like it's for a while it seems that they try like the games are kind of supposed to be like a commentary on society but mm-hmm. we'll get into that because it loses its way uh well yeah so and then essentially you'll end up with a winner who wins the money Mm-hmm. And then you get dropped back into society. Yeah. Every time someone dies, more money is added to the prize pool. Right. So you really just want to be the last guy alive. Exactly. And that plays a big part into it too. Um, yeah. And it, it's really just about all the, I think, great relationship stuff between the different mm-hmm. characters. I think the characters are really strong. The I like, reasons for going to the games is fascinating. The reasons are fascinating. Um, all their different perspectives are fascinating. Watching them play the games is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Most of them are pretty creative. I loved this idea, this concept of throwing different people in a situation like this and the way they executed it. Mm-hmm. I think it's all really great until a point. Yeah. So let's break down some of the things we liked about the good part of the show. <clears throat> Okay. Um, yeah. Like, so the idea is like these games, like, yeah, if you lose the game, you die. And some of the things I thought were the most interesting was what goes on in between the games. Yeah. Where like, they're all in this big room where all these bunk beds are. They all sleep in the same room. And <clears throat> basically, um, if someone dies, whether it's in the game or out of the game, you know, their bunk bed is removed and, you know, they keep doing their thing. But one thing that happens in the game or in the show that I knew was going to fucking change everything was there for a while they get really good food, but then there's a certain point where they just get like a single boiled egg, which is just brutal. Yeah. And then, so you've always got like your people are kind of creating like soft alliances and stuff like that as the show progresses. So you have your team of douchebags <laughs> steal um like they get in line and get seconds which creates you know a lack of food because they only provide the exact amount of food for each participant right which creates a fight uh between two people and then someone dies it's a crazy battle royale yeah so someone dies um and then everyone's like holy shit you can't do that and then you realize oh wait no you can (laughs) yeah and that's when you realize like oh you can't fucking sleep anymore because someone can kill you when you're sleeping that's fair play yeah, and they're doing that because they get more money for it. Exactly. The less people that are around is more money in the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, one, well, I guess another interesting aspect that I really liked, I really liked, was that they brought up the fact that you, by being picked into these games, you were volunteer, like you're being completely voluntary mm-hmm. in this process. You're not being like kidnapped. You are being completely voluntary. And also, once you're there, and once you realize what, like, people don't understand that they're going to die if they lose. Mm-hmm. But once you're there and you realize that, you still have the opportunity to take a vote with mm-hmm. your group and go home. Yes. It is, Which actually happens in the second episode. Yes, and it is great because it really relies on the fact that these people are so desperate to be here. It's completely voluntary. So, yeah, what happens in the second episode is when whenever people start dropping, like, fucking flies after red light, green light, yeah. um, they make... A, <clears throat> oh my dear god they vote and then they all get to leave so the end of the second episode is people like getting thrown back out into the streets and then they said you'll have the opportunity to come back to the game after like a few days essentially yeah. um and then you realize that these people's lives are so fucking miserable and like they make a point because they all like most of them come back yeah and the guy's like i came back when i realized that out there is just as bad as in here well yeah well the whole point was that at least I have a chance in here. Exactly. That was the whole idea, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I love that 
I love that they explored that because at the same time it allows it episode two is so great Mm -hmm. because it shows what you're talking about, how desperate these people are in their normal lives. And it gives you so much backstory on each of their point of views and why they're there. Mm -hmm. I think it is like so necessary for this story to work. Right. Uh, Episode two is great. And one thing I like about how the games are done is like the game master and like the whole idea is like, fair play to an extent like everyone has an equal chance in here because you see um there's a point of the show where there's a guy um who's participating in the game and he's a doctor and he's helping some of like the soldiers there basically ship out and sell organs of dead players to make money and then the game master finds out that they're doing that and kills them all because that doctor's getting an unfair advantage by knowing the games ahead of time and he kills the and he kills the soldiers who also are helping him because he says you violated the most important part of the game, which is everyone in here is equal and everyone in here gets an equal opportunity to win. Yeah. You know, With great stuff. Exactly. And so it's like, okay, so there's like, or you think there's like a, I don't know, like a philosophy behind the games and like a level of integrity that they're upholding because they, be- the games aren't just for fun. They believe in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. or so you think but i thought that was really well done personally and like i i buy it so yeah i i liked the doctor's arc throughout let's okay so let's uh let's talk about more specific like characters so yeah. let's start off with our main character jihoon okay um jihoon <clears throat> is our protagonist essentially um we find out that he is a divorced man who still lives with his mom he has a dead-end job, um, and he has a daughter that he can barely take care of because he is racked with gambling debts. Uh, and he's even, like, getting hunted down by mo- different mobs that he owes to yeah. for his gambling. So Jihoon is, like, a fucking mess. Yeah, he's a mess. He, he is, he's a loser. Like, it's... And here's the thing. Okay, so can I get into, like, kind of one of the problems I have? Yeah, we let's just get into it. Yeah, so... Because um, this is early on. So Jihoon... In the first episode, before going to Squid Game, I mean, he is just a slimy piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. he's really just, he's a fucking awful father. Like, he's irresponsible. He steals money from his mom to go gamble. I mean, he is just, like, like you're watching this first episode, and you think to yourself, Jihon has absolutely zero moral compass. This man is just the scum of the earth, mm-hmm. right? But... He gets into Squid Game as our main protagonist. I remember thinking, like, how am I supposed to root for this guy who's the main protagonist? And he's just a piece of shit. But, a, like, a couple episodes in, Jihoon doesn't really have, like, a character arc. He just kind of changes. Like, Jihoon, like, three episodes in, is a homie. And I don't really get that, I guess. Mm. Because he is so awful in the first episode. And he just, like, completely turns over a new leaf in the games well I, th- I don't think he's i don't think he's completely awful like the way well in the beginning like his relationship with his daughter is that he really does care about his daughter and want these things it's just that he's a fucking idiot when it comes to money and gambling i think that's like his fatal flaw if you could say is that it's really he's him. like stealing from his mom and it's just like i guess for example like so if his his vice is money and gambling right so it's like why all of a sudden when faced with the opportunity to get all this money in these games 
is he able to turn that off? Because he becomes a very moral person in these games, even though money is well, still. I think he still is pretty moral. Like you say, he steals from his mom, but to really, gamble, yeah. But really, the mom gives him money. He doesn't steal from her. No, because remember, he stole her credit card to go get money from the ATM to gamble. Well, I remember him giving. She gave him money for his daughter's gift. She gave him money for the gift. But then, even though she gave him money, remember, he goes into the cupboard and steals her credit card or her debit card and is able to guess oh, the password yeah. and fucking steals money from her. Okay, yeah, that's true. And then, I mean, she even says, like, because um, she knows he's stealing the money, too, because she keeps changing the pass. He's like, oh, she changed the password again. And then she mentioned okay, yeah, she's in true. the hospital. And he's like, don't worry, I'm going to get the money and take care of you. She's like, the only reason we can't pay for these hospital bills is because you already stole all of our money. So mm-hmm. like, Jihan is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, well, yeah, but I think that gambling addiction doesn't make you a piece of shit. No, know. but I think stealing from your mom makes you a piece of shit. And it's like, and like, I don't think that correlates to how like you treat a, other people in the Squid Games. Well, for example, like he treats his friend like shit and he treats his daughter like shit. Like he, well, like, yes, he loves his daughter to an extent, but he like doesn't love her enough to not spend the money. On yeah, but things. he also, but the thing is the difference between that and the Squid Games is like, manipulating and using people in the squid games means that they die and i think that's way more like from his point of view I, the way okay. I see it i didn't expect him to be like sang wooing people but he's like a he's like a fucking hero in the games well well another thing is that i, I don't really agree to be honest because in episode six he definitely uses that old man to win like he's still that's true shit. that's true yeah. like i don't think he's completely changed i just think he doesn't want people to die for his money yeah maybe i don't know i just i i guess just have a hard time i mean you can rationalize it i have a hard time seeing like this and what i view as like a stark contrast like i as a member of the audience i remember sitting there thinking like is this the same guy that mm-hmm. like was in the beginning of the show it's just so, it's so different you yeah. know what i mean and maybe if he would have they would have just taken more time to explain I don't know, or like shed some light on why he's acting so different. Yeah, I just assumed it was because people were dying and he didn't want anyone to die. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just think like, I don't know. I oh, dude, I just had such a hard time with him. He's like such a slimy piece of shit in the beginning of the game or the show. And he's just so different afterwards, after a few episodes. It's just like, I feel like I had to do some mental gymnastics to like be like, okay, this is why he's like this. If that makes sense. But anyway, that's that's not that's not like a huge complaint, right? Because like two episodes in, G Hun's my boy. I'm <laughs> I you know I'm cheering him on. Yeah. Um, the more. So another interesting character is one of Ji Hun's old friends, Sang Wu, um, and he is like, he was the one who made it essentially. Yeah. He, he went to the nice college and got a nice job. He's hyped up, and he's really hyped up. And it turns out, like, after we learn is that he made some just horrific insider trading deals or mm-hmm. something like that. And is essentially in the same spot that Ji-Hoon is, yeah. where they're both in these games. And I thought he was a fantastic villain or antagonist. So, yeah. So, I have an interesting, maybe not that interesting take on Ji-Hoon or on saying Wu. Mm-hmm. Um we can get like into some of the specific stuff he does, but like he's a piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. Sang, <laughs> yeah. Sang was a piece of shit, but also I think he's fantastic because like as the audience, 
it's super easy to high road the things that Sangwoo does. But there's a couple times where Sangwoo is also like brutally honest about some things, and I kind of agree. I think I agree with everything he did, <laughs> to be honest. Exactly. So uh... like, so like, let okay, because like I want to talk about some of the things he does, but should we introduce the other characters first, or can I just should I just we're on him? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so there's one game where um so one of the shitty things he did was like he didn't tell jihan about honeycomb but he also wasn't 100 sure they were playing honeycomb yeah um but that's but not he kind of knew he kind of knew <laughs> that was kind of shitty he thought about telling him but yeah then he was like nah dog I'm, <laughs> I'm saving the triangle yeah um but i think some of the bigger things that happen like marbles with ollie yeah it was wild okay so ollie's are <laughs> ollie's a homie but here's the thing that episode was so good yes <laughs> so there's a part of the episode, there's a part of the show where um they have to play well actually no everyone who everyone who's listening to this should have watched it but essentially like they're they have to play marbles against someone they picked and they didn't know their partner was like who they were playing against yeah so he teams up with ali and then it's they're playing against each other yep so here's the thing ali is well, kicking his ass in this game well no, well we kind of got to talk about ali because so yeah that's a good point here let's talk before you get into that okay i okay. just want to say like saying woo i think is great because he's like the perfect representation of being completely logical through these games and playing to win well, yeah i mean like as a like, blanket statement i think the point i was just trying to make was like it's easy to high road him because you're not in these games but i think i would have made every decision he did which <laughs> yeah. makes me feel like shit but like because he's definitely the villain but it's like if you want to win he was playing to win well, yeah, and like the things, like the glass panel decision that he yes. in, I stand by that. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, there's so some talk- shanky shanky that goes on that I don't agree <laughs> with. But <laughs> let's talk about Ali. Ali was by far my favorite. Ali, Ali was, was so he's boy. like a uh, he's like an immigrant from Pakistan. Ur- Pakistan, yeah. Okay, so he is so like just good natured and good hearted. Mm-hmm. And yet he is so naive when it comes to these different things. Yeah. Um, he was really, it was really great. And I loved when he went back in episode two to like his factory. And he was like, I want my money for that work I did. And that guy was like, ah, well maybe next time. And he threw his hand into the he meat grinder. And stole his money. And I'm like, let's fucking go. I was like, yeah, you totally deserve that. Um, but Ali was just such a homie. Mm-hmm. Like when they were doing the battle Royale, and dude, the dude was swinging around like a whole bedpost. Dude, dude, no, Ollie is like a metahuman. He's like a Kryptonian. Because that dude was swinging around like a metal beam. Yeah. It was crazy. Dude, and then he also saves um, Jihan's life in the first, in the first I mean, episode. Yeah. It's like it's like a meme, but like he's like carrying him. him. It's like, yeah, that's a homie right there. Ollie was great, but and it, just like matching Ollie with his good natured heart and how naive he is with Sangwoo was gonna be fucking brutal yeah and it was it was it was brutal because sangwoo was cold and calculated yeah and he sangwoo at the towards the end of the show when when his like misdeeds are coming into the light to jihan he's like i will do whatever it takes <laughs> to, he's like that's the difference between me and you i will do whatever it takes to win these games yeah like, yeah for shit. sure it's fucking awesome yeah uh another great character is the i don't remember her name but the girl from north korea she was awesome. to South Korea it was awesome. Uh, I her thought... story was one of my favorites. Yeah, like, 
she sure. had like some of the most like wholesome. I mean, Ollie had wholesome reasons, but like she had like some of the most wholesome reasons for going to these games because like she needed to get her mom out of North Korea, mm-hmm. which is like this dude was like ripping her off essentially like mm-hmm. making her pay like shit tons of money which i mean trafficking people's i would imagine is very expensive but at the same time <laughs> yeah. like she knew he was asking for more and she had to get her brother out of like the um the orphan system yeah and she was badass i just liked her all around mm-hmm. she was like super strong like strong-willed i liked how let anyone like, fuck with her she was like um everyone was like trying to play these mind games in the show like except for her I mean, like, Ollie and Jihan, not really, because they're not smart enough to, but, like... She wasn't fucking around. She wasn't, like, yeah, she wasn't fucking around, and she was also just, like, very honest and just, like, point blank with everything she said, which is kind of like a breath of fresh air, because, like, everyone in these games are, like, a a slime ball (laughs) who are just Mm -hmm. lying and trying to get people to die. And, like, even in, like, good ways, like, for example, uh, when Jihan... I thought this was brilliant, because I was like, holy shit, that was, like, some good mental warfare... But whenever they decide to turn the bedposts into like fortresses, and then that I forget his name, the, like the gangster guy from the Philippines yeah. who's like the villain of the show. Yeah, he comes up, and he's like, "We're gonna fuck you all raw tonight." You know, he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, "You think this shit can stop us?" And then Ji Hun's like, "Like, oh, I'm surprised. You know, you trust all those people. Like, they're gonna mm-hmm. kill you in your sleep." It's like that was pretty smart. Yeah, and then they didn't that attack that night because of it. So even like Ji Hun is capable of some of like the you know some smart things exactly but she was just 100 the whole time and she doesn't ever fuck anyone over really in the games yeah she's not like she just survives yeah she just like survives she's not like saying woo who's like looking out looking to try and hurt other people in the Mm -hmm. games in a way um yeah he was great i okay so a character that i fucking hated was i don't remember her name the girl that hooked up with the gangster Dude, was, was the fucking the worst. She was insufferable. She and was I think so annoying. The problem, the, top. the problem is that I think that was the point was that she was like insufferable and no one liked her. Like that was the point. But oh my God, <laughs> like it was brutal to watch you talk. Yeah. And she's, she's in most of the show. Yeah. So she's every the- time. And like, the thing is no one fucking likes her. So like she gets kicked off of teams and, gets like onto other Dude, teams and i thought it was so fucking bullshit that she lives whenever she doesn't get a partner yes yeah i was like why why are we doing this I yeah was, no i i just i was so happy like she's finally dead like, <laughs> I, I don't have to listen to her anymore yeah and then she's alive when they come back it's like oh my <laughs> god yes like dude. i can't believe it like yeah her dialogue was so over the top mm-hmm. and it was like like animated almost almost like yeah, it's just so it's too much and it's constant like there's <sighs> episodes where she is talking the whole episode and you just want it to end yeah you know but i think that was the point so i guess good job there yeah good job i fucking hated her like just like everyone else i guess but mm-hmm. damn i i got it like i got the point and then we had yeah gangster guy who was just like he was just a villain piece of shit. Piece of yeah shit. gangster dude from the philippines and just piece of shit owed his boss some money so old man we had old, old man, man. i we also got the old man fucking loved old man <laughs> yes in this show i did too Ooh, when it was like red light green light and he was like skipping through like yeah <laughs> you having a good time but dude i i loved his relationship with jihan yeah i thought it was amazing it was and great like, it's like i wanted him so badly to like 
stick it through a Jihan. Yeah, you know? and then the marble game was so brutal, dude. Because maybe we can talk about that later and the twist. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot to say about that. But so, um, so but even like tug of war, it, what was cool was like he's an old man, and I don't, I don't, they, he's hella old, and I guess he was just like alive in some Korean War era shit, because like he he had like played all these games before. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like um, he had the strats. He was good. Well, he he well, played those games before. Yeah, <laughs> but it, uh, let's talk about the games because I thought the games were that by far the most interesting part. Mm-hmm. Like, so red light, green light was really just no one knew what was going on. <laughs> it was just fucking red wild. Light, green light was wild because like you have these people who they don't know that their lives are on the line, and so they start <laughs> playing and fucking up, and these people are getting mowed down. <laughs> yeah, it's like two hundred people. So that four hundred and fifty-six people are in the game initially and like half of them die yes it's fucking wild because like if you move in red light green light you just get like a fucking sniper rifle <laughs> to the chest and so when the first guy dies people start freaking out understandably like I, yeah i don't know that i would have no i would have died I, yeah 100 because like i don't know what the fuck's going on and so these people start running because people's chests are exploding as they get hit with 50 caliber bullets. <laughs> and so they're trying to get out of the door and they're just getting lit up. Like it is some no Russian level <laughs> shit and it is brutal to watch, honestly. And the only reason G Hun stays still is because he's like covered in bodies. <laughs> yeah. He's like paralyzed and under four bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was pretty great as like a shock value. It was just good. Mm-hmm. Um, the honeycomb was the next one. I thought, I thought that one was interesting. That was tense. Yeah, that one was interesting. Uh, I liked, we kind of talked about it, the the fact that Sang Woo, he definitely knew what was that he was about to get yeah. into and didn't tell anyone. He was like, I'm going to pick the triangle. <laughs> He's like, we should split up, dude. <laughs> dude, dude. And then Jihan's like, I'm going to pick the umbrella. And Sang Woo's like, uh. He was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my, dude. And then they're like, the game is Honeycomb. And Jihan's like, holy <laughs> shit, I am fucked oh yeah one um, of the things i liked about the majority of the games not all of them but the majority of them is jihan and his homies survive by like being intelligent about how they approach the game yeah so specifically like honeycomb and tug of war i thought was very well done yeah and even the glass to some degree mm-hmm. although that kind of goes out the window at the end but like i like how it if our characters definitely survive by a level of luck, to be sure. But they're also yeah. like maximize. They go out of their way to maximize their chances of winning by trying to be smart. Another thing about this show that I really liked was that I was thinking about, okay, if I was in this game, what would I do? And I felt like all the characters were doing really reasonable things. Yeah. And it yeah. was, uh, I never, I can't think of a time where I was like, bro, really? Like you would do that? Because I felt like everyone everyone, everyone acted, acted very, like a person. Yeah. Like how a person would. Like everyone was doing like reasonable things you know and even though i could see myself doing that like some people make mistakes but it's like man i probably would have made that mistake yeah or something like that no like that's i think that's something i like about this show it's like you look at this and you're like yeah if if i'm in squid game i'm dead yeah i'm I'm super dead i wouldn't have made i don't think i would have made it through red light green light no i've been freaking out yeah no if someone if someone's face get turned to turned into a canoe next to me because they get hit with a fucking sniper rifle i'm I'm running running. for cover yeah (laughs) and then i'm dead Mm -hmm. exactly um what was the next game? Tug um, of War? Tug of War. Tug of War was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they overcame it. Because, like, mm-hmm. Old Man had the had the strat to, like, not move. 
Yeah. And then Sang Woo had the had the Hail Mary at the end, which I to thought was great. Throw him off balance. Yeah. My favorite thing about Tug of War actually was the pre-round where everyone had to find partners. Oh yeah. And I thought it was really interesting how they were like like it sounds fucked up, but it was being really real when they were like, Do we want girls on our team? Yeah. That was brutal. And it was, it was like, was damn, that's pretty brutal. sexist. But it, at the same time, if it's a physical game, like you're going to want the big beefy men. Exactly, because that was the meta. Like the meta was 10 big beefy men to win <laughs> tug of war. I mean, it makes sense. And so yeah. it's like, I mean, you see like women struggling to find teams. It's like, damn, I don't fucking know what I would do. You know, that would be. And then like, there's that one dude with his wife. And he's like, I'm only going to compete, you know, with my wife. With my wife. It's like, that makes sense. But you're also hella dead. Okay. I want to talk <laughs> yeah. about that because that's just like a short little complaint I have. Bro, here's the thing. So that same guy and his wife, after marbles, he teams up with his wife and she fucking dies. And it's like, my guy, after I don't blame you for coming the first time because you don't fucking know. But what on this fucking earth possessed both of you to come back? Like, if you're like, okay, we're really fucking strapped for cash, but I'm going to go and you stay. He was like, dude. The odds you're going to see your wife die a horrible death in front of you is extremely high. I completely agree. Yeah. And I also... Um, just talking about that real fast is that he they didn't show us during the game but they had to have come to some sort of agreement on who was going to lose yeah and then so it came to the agreement that the guy was going to win and then he just fucking kills himself yeah exactly. it's like your wife died for nothing mm-hmm. dude so again that pissed me say, off so bad again evil villain saying woo kind of speaking facts where he's like like his wife is dead and you see the piggy bank get full and he's like let's call it let's end the game and then Sangwoo was like, your wife fucking died for that money. And now you're just going to quit because that means nothing anymore. And he's like, all those people died so that one of us could get out of this. That was, dude, that was another big thing that I liked about Sangwoo was so you have this system where you can uh, democratically vote on whether they leave or not. But dude, after marbles, we are in way too deep yeah. to leave. Like, dude, and hundreds people... of people have died for that money. <laughs> One of us is walking out of here with well, it. I was, I was getting so frustrated, even though he's like our antagonist or whatever. But it's like, dude, if I was there and people were saying like, let's leave, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. We are way too deep. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. You know, it would have been like a, I mean, this may not have always worked, but like, I feel like also the meta too is like, if you were all these people agreeing to be in these games, like it could be like, I feel like it would be smart maybe after like the first few games. So like you get a few hundred people out of there where it's like the last hundred people just like somehow catalog, like why you're here and like who needs help. And like the person who wins can like help all those people's families and stuff like that. Cause like mm-hmm. they have the money. Cause like, that's yeah, the thing. You all have to these trust people... someone to do that. Exactly. But I don't know. I was just like thinking like all those people are dying for nothing. If you don't use the money somehow. Yeah. And, Saying we was definitely speaking facts, and he's he was a piece speaking of shit, facts but he's the whole right. show. I, that's the thing; he really is. People are so shitty. Anyway, so yeah. then, um, oh, dude, do, do we want to talk about the the detective subplot, dude? That's, that's one of my sauce. biggest. Yeah, no, we have to talk about it. Yeah, I know, I know. But do we want to go through the games first? Let's go through the games first, because okay. then we have like a side side story that yeah, is fucking. Are- wild <laughs> yeah it's wild uh that man is stoic <laughs> he's straight up assassin's creed etsioing <laughs> no dude um anyway so the next game is marbles we kind of already talked about marbles but yeah. marbles that episode oh oh perfect it was so good oh so good dude 
It was like peak television. It really was. Like, just because that episode was all about relationships. Dude, and it was a, an emotional roller coaster for me. Like, because, like, it starts off and they're trying to team up. Mm-hmm. And Jihan has this internal conflict because he's, he's got the old man who's his homie. But he doesn't want to risk teaming up with an old guy. Because you don't know what the game is. Right. But then he doesn't just want to leave him by himself, which would have been the move. But, like, mm. he doesn't know that. And so he, it's like this heartwarming moment. Because he picks the old man is like, let's do this together. And I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. And then they get out there and they're like, yeah, you're playing marbles against each other. <laughs> Whoever loses dies. And like, the fucking, the characters are horrified. I am horrified. Yes. I'm just We're like, like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. Because the thing is, is that everyone teamed up with like their best friend in this game, essentially. Yeah. And I was thinking, dude, I was sitting there. I was like, dude, if me and you were in this game, we would have teamed up. And. I would be fucking horrified. Dude, yeah, I would be sitting there like, oh my god, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I, it's fucked. And all the pairings are so interesting. Like, it's not just like, the, the writers didn't just throw random people together. Yeah. It was like, okay, so you have Sangwoo and Ali. It's like, you have extremely naive and extremely logical and, cut and manipulator cutthroat. And it's like, that played out how we thought mm-hmm. it was going to play out. And it was fucking sad. <laughs> Dude, it's brutal. <laughs> that was Do you fucking wanna, can we, sad. Can we run through what happens real quick? Because yeah. I think it's worth talking about. Like, yeah. Ollie. So, dude, Sang Woo knows Ollie doesn't know how to play the game. So, he has to teach him. And Ollie just starts kicking his ass. Yeah. Ollie's like omnipotent. And Sang Woo's like, oh my God. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, dude, so he comes up with this idea. And here's the thing you love Ollie. But he's a lovable idiot. Yeah, dude. And then here's the thing, too. He makes a good point, like, later. But, yes, Ollie's a homie. But Sangwoo has only known Ollie for three days. And aside from, like, he has family and he's in these games for money, he doesn't really know anything about him. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my, like, I'm going to hell. But I would probably do the same thing that <laughs> yeah. Sangwoo did. Because it's like, Ollie's kicking his ass. And so what Sangwoo does is he tricks him. He says, there's a plan for us to both live. We can go play like a team-based game with another team mm-hmm. and then potentially both get out of it. But then he like finesses him and steals the marbles. Well, another thing we got to talk dumb. about is so in episode two, when they all left the games, Sangwoo and Ali were basically dropped off together and they didn't know each other. And like they got to know each other outside the games and like Sangwoo... Like bought him food and stuff, and bought him a and gave him like, bus fare. Like essentially, they gave him a relationship where naive Ali is like loves Sangwoo because of how like he treated him outside the games, mm-hmm. and it is fucking used and abused in this. Marvel yes, because we're back in the games, Ali. Oh my god, it's so fucking sad because yeah, he trusts and the, him, and the whole time you know Sangwoo's talking to him, you're like, this is a fucking scam. Ali. Yeah, come you're on. like, come on, Ali, and he's like, okay, <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> no, Ali. Ali. It was fucked up. It, it was like it's an hour long episode and like 30 minutes in you're like okay Ollie's Ollie's, Ollie's already dead. dead. Ollie's dead. He's running around the map and he's he's directionless. Dude, yeah, and then so Sang Wu steals okay, so here here's something that I think is interesting. Is like okay. 
So the rule, so Sangu steals the marbles, and like each of these teams has a guard watching them, and so this this guard watches Sangu <laughs> just scam Ali, and I like, and then so Sangu walks up and says, "You said the winner has all twenty marbles, and we couldn't use violence, so I win." And I like how the guard doesn't say anything, and. I just imagine that guard under the mask like, holy shit, this guy is a piece of shit. Like, holy shit. But that brings up a good question. If you can't use, if all you have to do is not use violence and have 20 marbles, Sangwoo's plan would have worked. If he would have just gotten the the team with the wife and husband and said, we're going to play a team-based game, 2v2, so we have 40 marbles on each. You know, the winners yeah. have all 40 marbles. That could have maybe worked. It might have worked. Also, they... Well, I had the same thing with the bridge game. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, if you play around with the rules too much, you risk just getting fucking shot. Yeah. But but also, the, here's the thing too. Um, So yeah, I agree. But also with the Marvel game, for example, the, uh, the Filipino gangster guy is getting his ass kicked by his other shithead friend. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to switch games. And so he asks the guard permission to switch games. And the guard says, yeah, sure. So it's like... You could ask. But the, I think the game was between the two people. So I, I don't know if it would have worked. Well, well, but they, they could have asked, though, is the thing. Yeah, they could have been like, ask. can can we do like team-based games? Is that a way around them? He's like, well, another problem is is if, if Sangwoo asks the guard and the guard says no, then how is he going to trick Ali? That's true. But you, but, but also Sangwoo came up with that shit on the fly. Like, yeah. so, I don't know. I, I just... Remember, like, Sangwoo came up with that plan to fuck Ali. And in my head, I'm like, that's actually kind of a good plan. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could have just actually done that. But Yeah, it is. Well, that's why Ali believed it. Your ass would have believed it. No, oh bro. God. No, bro. I'm getting that last marble. See you later. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. I am winning. So another, um, the marble game is, like, by far the most interesting game. But um, another one is between the girl from North Korea and then this other rando girl. Yeah. This um, was my least favorite one, but it was still really? good. But it was still oh. good. Okay, I was about to say, like, I loved this one. It was, no, no, no. I just think, but all Ollie and Sangwoo and Jihan and the old man is fucking brilliant. And this is <laughs> yeah. just excellent. Yeah, okay. Uh, dude, their relationship um, and them, them deciding to just talk for like 20 minutes before playing the game and in like the last few minutes and yeah. talking about each other and the the other girl realizing that she doesn't really have anything to use this money for yeah is that like her life's essentially over and like she murdered her parents or mm-hmm. whatever and then north korea girl talking about her all of her problems with her family and then the other girl deciding to essentially give her money give her life for north korea she has a reason she's a good reason i yeah. was like that is so fucking wholesome Okay, and like one thing I also liked was so there's this one guy in um like this one guy who's playing the games and he's like a Christian and he's so fucking annoying because he's like always like just the worst, most inopportune times. Like he's like praying like oh, out yeah. loud. He's like people are like trying to sleep and he's like praying and like keeping people awake and there's like people are just like covered in blood, just like having Vietnam flashbacks, and like he's just like always like praying and he's just like really like kind of like shitty and pretentious about it you know and like the girl's like can you can you shut up like, we are <laughs> fucked up like can you just stop or like keep it to yourself and it's just like she has like a reason for not liking him yeah. because like her abusive stepdad or dad was a priest and you mm-hmm. like fucking beat them and like ask for forgiveness yeah and it's like okay so she has like a reason for not liking this guy outside mm-hmm. of the fact that he's just fucking annoying yeah because like this is the same dude i was so fucking pissed like the part where he like 
on the glass platform <laughs> when he just stops and starts praying as the timer's counting down. It's like, I am launching that man. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. I Oh, I totally agree. Um, and then, so the last big one we have in Marbles is Ji-Hoon and the old man. And oh, oh my God. Dude. So okay. the whole thing is that the old man, he's really fucking old. And, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got like a tumor in his head. And, and he's, he's essentially... Like dementia. He's got dementia and he's acting, he's acting like he's lost. Yeah. And he, and he doesn't want to play the game. And Jihoon's freaking the fuck out because well, he needs to win. Bro, because the thing is, they walk in there. I just want to bring this up. They walk in there and they're like, this is when they still think they're playing against other people. And he's like, what song bowl? Like we're... Ganbu. Ganbu, yeah. He's like, we're like best friends yeah. forever. Oh, I he's forgot like, about we that. We share everything. For like, like five whole minutes, they're talking about how they're the best of friends. <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> And then like, you're playing against each other. I'm like, oh my God. Like i feel like got like omni man punched in the heart i'm just like oh and then yeah so then they they eventually start playing and they're playing like i don't even know what it was it's marbles it's the you have to guess even or odd and you have to wager marbles whenever you guess and whoever wins you know they get your marbles so essentially the old man is acting like he forgot what he guessed yeah and so jihoon is lying to him mm-hmm. to take his marbles oh, and essentially brutal. using his mental like, illness against him he's, he's like well yeah he's like um oh what did i pick again what did you pick again he's like uh even <laughs> even though he just said odd and he starts winning because old man's kicking his ass yeah the old man's kicking his ass and so he ends up he gets the old man down to one marble and then the old man's like oh and like walks away and like goes he's like this is my house um and then jihan follows him and he's like dude i am he's dude the acting is so good he's like i am begging you like please just one more game yeah oh dude and then the old man's like um he's like does that give you like an excuse to lie to your friend and it's just like you realize he knew yeah he was playing this the whole time to test his friendship and then he was like he just gives him the marble he just gives him the and marble. he's like because we're gongbo like <laughs> holy shit like we're like we share everything we're best and you realize he's gonna let him win yeah anyway yeah i was like oh my dog that that episode was fantastic bro absolutely loved it oh dude okay i'm not gonna lie i was like starting to choke up a little bit whenever the old man i mean like gives him the marble and everything i was like i am fucking rocked to my core i will (laughs) never recover from this like (laughs) holy shit Um, this is peak character development yeah i mean it's it it's just fantastic it was brilliant it was so fucking good i mean that episode was great the problem is for me the show goes downhill from here yeah uh yeah so episode seven in my opinion was not bad but i'd say episode eight and nine are uh, not awful but they're pretty terrible i don't Um, know they just ruined a lot of like good stuff that was set up in the show yeah i i completely agree like I mean, I don't even know where to start. Do we yeah. go shoot? Well, so let's, before we get into like brass tacks, let's talk about the cops. Yeah, we got to talk arc. about the detective. Yeah. So we haven't been talking about this, the side plot, which is that there's this cop who has infiltrated the games to find his brother. And this dude is a dog. And now this, this stuff is on one hand, it's interesting. On the other hand, it's fucking bullshit. And it kind of pisses me off. Dude, really? I loved it. 
No, no shot this man makes it on the boat. No shot he gets Dude, the one okay, guy who's, who's the organ dealer. There's two people out of the fucking 500 <laughs> soldiers. He gets one of the guys who's one of the meat locker people. Yeah. Then he just manages to steal one of the higher level masks. Like, fuck. Fuck all that. Oh, dude, on one hand? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No shot. But also, everything in this show is no shot. And that, dude, I was rooting for him the whole time. And I just thought it was super interesting. Like, I was so, like, tensed at the idea of him getting caught, you know? And seeing him, like, not knowing what the fuck is going on. So he, like, that. Dude, so, the dude, fact square, that he. Square oh. mask guy comes up and he's like, sorry, bro, I got seasick. He's like, you're not supposed to fucking talk. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't say anything after that. Dude, I'm calling full-on bullshit. This dude has no idea what's going on, and he managed to fumble his way to, like, level three mob boss. Dude, I know. Dude, no, it's fuck. awesome. No, that's... It's awesome. Fuck. He dude, was, like, balls deep in the organ transplant dude. shit, too. No shot. That dude, is all crap. He is, dude, okay, he's a fucking... Okay, here's the thing, though. He's just, like, this cop, but he's such a badass. Like you said, he's, like, Assassin's Creed Ezio, like, killing people, hiding bodies, taking on multiple <laughs> identities to get through this shit. I don't know how the fuck... Like, he just fucking becomes the butler. When all the rich people show up, he, like, fucking breaks that dude's <laughs> neck and becomes the butler. It's like, holy shit. I, oh, God. It was just, my critical brain was just, like, this is so, like, this This is not possible. I, I, I can't believe any of this. Dude, I know. But at the when, same. When he, like, sneaks, when, dude, when he's in the front man's room. Dude, and yeah. and he like slithers down the tunnel. It's like fucking bullshit. The front man didn't check the tunnel latch. He was like, hmm, I know that motherfucker's here. Is he in the secret underground like tunnel that is only secret where there's Dude, no camera? But it was so entertaining because he's just barely getting away with this shit. It's great. Because he shouldn't have. I know. I mean, it's, it's impossible. He's like a Navy SEAL. It's awesome. So essentially, he, but okay, besides all that. He he rises through the ranks. It's so cool. lethally. Yeah, he just kills people and, <laughs> and takes their masks. Um, he rises through the ranks, and eventually, and he's trying to find his brother. Bro, he's in the fucking the, the safe room with all the the all the hidden, documents. Like uh, the lore is just yeah. it's the lore room that he's in. Anyway, he rises through the ranks, and this is the same time. Because this is my actual criticism, okay. is that this is the time where we meet the VIPs. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated how they did the VIPs. I, because, like, throughout this whole show, I thought it was so interesting that, it, like, I assumed that it was going to be, like, the 1% or something. Yeah. Or yeah. behind this all. But then they just show it to us. And I thought it was so lame. The way they did it was really lame. Also, dude, the way they, like, the way they made Americans talk was, like, Damn, do you really think we sound like that? Yeah, all, it was the, weird. all the American dialogue was awful. Yeah, dude, like, um, because like the way they did is like the way they explain it later is like, you know, you bet on horses, we bet on people, yeah. you know, like they, they bet on these people to win the games just because yeah. it's fun, I guess. And then, like, they're so like the Americans are like so over the top and just like, yeah, it's just He's like, like, do you guys oh, really, 
I picked number 69 because that's a funny number. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. And then the other guys are like, oh, ho, ho. Yeah. And then this dude is like hanging himself because his wife says like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. Why would you do that? And like, like now I have to pick another one. I guess I'll pick 96 because it's 69 back. And they're like, oh, ha, ha. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go fuck the butler now. And it's just <laughs> like, dude, no one talks like that. Like, this is so, so fucking crazy. Don't mind me, gentlemen. I'll be enjoying myself. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like fuck? fucked up because they're just like, oh, like, oh, are you going with strong? Or we like, oh, I'm going strong all the way. Like, that's going to win. That's going to win. Like, oh, ha, ha, this is chump change because I'm I am so rich. Like, <laughs> like, did you guys know I'm rich and I don't give a fuck about people? Like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Me neither. It's like, oh, my like, God. We are so unbelievably rich. <laughs> like, can you imagine being as rich as us and evil? I'm going to have that butler suck my cock. I'm so rich. It's like, oh, <laughs> this, dude. oh my God. I get You're it. You're not a real person. You're not. You're the fucking AI. You're the NPCs that spawned. It didn't seem real. And I think the problem is that, like, everyone, everyone else seems so real. They seem like real people in the yeah. way that they treat situations the and things. so good for everyone else. And these guys are like twirling their mustaches up in the <laughs> VIP lounge. Like they've got like the big booty cheetah bitch. <laughs> so like, mm, what, what fine viewing pleasure we yeah, have. Yeah, I know. It was just fucking wild. It was like, okay, I, I get that you guys don't give a fuck about people but it is like holy shit like someone will like fall and like their neck will split open and they're like oh that's crazy it's like what i yeah. i thought it was way more interesting when it was like the people in the shadows like the one percent is running all this or something it was more it was more interesting it was more mysterious when they're just like, yeah they're watching you from because they they talk about like you know we usually they just like watch it on their tvs but then they, sometimes they go there in person yeah. you know and it's just like that's i don't know a bit much like yeah i don't know and i the way they did it was over the top like they had all these fucking like they had all the hats with like the different yeah, the animals and they were like in fucking jungle cafe <laughs> yeah. with like yeah ch- like you said like cheetah bitch and like all these sex slaves and it's just like okay this is a lot <laughs> this is a lot happening and like and but and detectives just standing there like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> He's got his phone in his pocket. He's just recording it. Yeah. He's just like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the VIPs were lame. I did too. Especially when... Okay, here's the thing. I didn't think... I think they could have not like showed them. But I think also just like the way they did it was lame. Yeah. Was like, okay, this was like really over the top. You didn't need to do all Because this. at the same time, you have this glass bridge game going, which I think is super interesting. It was a great game. Yeah. And then you have these guys who are like, hum, hum, that guy can look at the glass. How interesting. Turn off the lights. And then he just fucking does it. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was just not like that yeah. enjoyable to watch. So then, so essentially detective man beats fat guy over the head, the VIP and has him confess everything and then just slithers down into the tunnels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. He Ezio's his ass and then leaves. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, but yeah, we, we so can, talk we about... can, well, okay. Should we talk about how the cops, like how his journey ends? Cause that's like, like we're already like 90% of the way there. Okay. Yeah. This is starting to get into like, we're in the end game. Yeah. Well, where... so the, the reason that, okay. Okay. So the, the cop infiltrates and the reason he infiltrates is because he finds out about the games because his brother was went missing them. because he was in one of them. And so he's trying to figure out like where his brother is. He finds out in the archives that he just fucking walked into 
that like his brother won one of the games. Okay. So he, he fucking catches all these dudes in 4k on his phone, has pictures, videos, a fucking full confession from fat fuck over here. (laughs) And then he slithers away. So game master realizes some shit is up because they find the body of the fat dude. He's just been, you know, fucking knocked out. So like, okay, we gotta go get him. And they've been looking for him the whole time. He always narrowly escapes. There's been a few times he's had to kill people and trade identities, but he always like gets away. Yep. Right. And so um he grabs a scuba gear because there's like a fucking like underground like water tunnel system that people used to navigate. That's how they were getting the organs out whenever yeah. they were doing all that shit under the table. Mm-hmm. So he gets out that way, but they can track the gear because they have trackers on them, I guess. So they they get they follow him to like where he's surfaced and gotten onto land on the island. And basically the way it ends is like, he's running away. They all catch up to him. And then, okay, here's the thing. So he's, he calls his boss and gets connection. And he's like, send everybody, you know, <laughs> his boss is like, I, I can't hear you, but like, it's kind of implied his boss. It's kind of implied like his boss knows he's like fucking in trouble and like needs help, but he doesn't know why. Cause he's been like missing for several days. Yeah. And he's just like, like find the location of this call it's like sending him all this shit yeah all the the leaked stuff yeah and then you get this face off at the top of the mountain where the game master corners him and takes his mask off and it's his brother Mm -hmm. and we don't fucking know why and then he fucking shoots him before we do find out Dude. okay so here's the big here's the big enchilada okay the the end of this show fucking sucks yeah it does none of it makes any sense none of a lot of it doesn't make sense and it is all just sequel bait it's for a, season two dude is there a season two i mean there, it seems like there it. has to be that cop's not dead one thing i learned from this show is unless you see someone get turned into red mist they're alive <laughs> well okay so god it's so frustrating and we're gonna get into this more later with i don't feel like stories. this show needs a season two no one fucking asked for it i think it's gonna fucking blow no, so here's the problem. If they maybe they needed one more episode, if they had just wrapped this up as a package, yeah, and didn't bait stuff for like this show could have been seriously like fantastic, yeah. And they throw it away for all these bullshit like non answers. Exactly. So there's so many loose ends at the end of this. So show. like the the detective, this fucking nine hours that we've been watching, dude. That's the thing. So he. He goes through all this trouble of like send, trying to send stuff to the cops and calling him. He investigates all this shit just to get glocked off the side of a cliff and it culminates in nothing. There's no... There dude, is ugh. no... The cops never find them. No one ever kicks the door down and flashbangs, you know, the fucking game well, master. that's the whole thing. Is that going to be in season two? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. And it's just like, dude, we've been... Yeah, like you said, nine hours of this man doing the fucking impossible to not get caught. And it just, nothing happens. There's no resolution. And even, well, here's another thing. is He's up there with his brother. It's just him and his brother or whatever. And he's like, why? Like, you played this game and now you're the front man running it. Like, he says, why? Mm-hmm. And then the dude just fucking shoots him. Yeah. And it's like, what? It's like, Wait, what about me? Why? <laughs> like, I need to know. Like, why couldn't you have told him? And then and, shot him. And us, because I want to know. Yeah. And then shot him. No, because they gotta bait it for season two when yeah. the detective comes back and he's gonna like, I'm alive. have some evidence. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do, but no, you that could have no, just yeah. wrapped it up. I know, I, dude, we don't need a season two. Like, if that's why they, regardless, it hurts the show. If, if there's not a season two, this ending is one of the like biggest failures of all time. Fumble in the bag, man. You just fumble in the bag, and 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 now we're stuck with oh maybe they'll explain it later. Oh. 
what we're always here man we're always oh we're always fucking asking ourselves maybe they'll explain it later it is... why can't they just explain it now <laughs> just <laughs> tell why, me. why does no one ever explain things now we lose nothing by knowing right I now know. yeah we already watched the whole journey and there's no resolution there's like no, no point to anything happens. detective yeah, does there are like no consequences for like this dude grinding the whole show it's just super annoying yeah and we'll get into the other ending stuff but yeah uh let's go back to the um that's that that's a detective story yeah like that dude might be dead who gives a who, fuck yeah who, who gives a fuck now it doesn't mean anything yeah but anyway back to the bridge game with the glass mm-hmm. i thought this game was great i did too i thought it was really interesting i thought it was kind of fucked up that you did not <laughs> want to go first yeah but uh oh jesus christ <laughs> dude jihan got saved by this npc <laughs> yeah, this dude spawned there and said can i go first he had a whole background story like i have wanted to go first my whole <laughs> life but i don't have any balls and please let me have some balls dude, big number and one. they walk out on the bridge and this dude's like oh my god <laughs> ties off the rip like congratulations bro you were the first to die i yeah i just thought all the relationship stuff was interesting like how each person treated how they would go next and you have that praying guy that just gets fucking launched <laughs> <laughs> we also launches someone else he was like a yeah he was a real obstacle he's a roadblock <laughs> yeah and then you have you know the annoying chick getting her revenge on the gangster that guy. felt good because like you got two shitheads dying at the same time yeah. that was nice oh, okay okay i i gotta talk about something so we yeah so they go through that whole thing basically only our three main characters get out yeah. Um, because that guy who could who worked in a glass factory, I guess, <laughs> and could tell the difference, he gets fucking launched by saying woo, which I stand by that decision. I mean, they were mm. running out of time. Jihun barely gets off before the timer goes off. Now, here's something that pissed me off. The fucking glass shrapnel oh my God. blowing up and fucking impaling North Korean girl. I was so pissed because I was like, that is just some shitty game design. Yeah, like, like well, I didn't understand. Just, why did why, you why, why did you, you explode explode the winner? Yeah, because like I get like anyone who was still on them was supposed to die, but like you don't have to you don't have to turn into an improvised grenade. Because like the because here's the thing the whole the whole concept is like you're trying to please the VIPs and they bet on people. It's like so if I put my money on fucking North Korean girl and she wins and then you reward her with a glass spear through the fucking pelvis, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, no, fuck that. You the whole point was that this game is fair to everyone. Exactly. And it was about losing or winning. Was it fair when and I won and I got a fucking grenade up my like, ass? They they won. Yeah, and you punished them for it. And why did the glass explode? Yeah. Why didn't you just like drop the bridge? That's what I was thinking. Like they could have just had the glass panels drop and you're dead, but you had to fucking blow them up. And I was like, what? And it was like, oh, so it's North Korea girl can have this fucking drama for next episode. But it's also so manufactured. It was just it and it, it, that was like the first time in the show where I was like, this doesn't feel fair. Yeah. That was the whole point. The whole point was like it's fair no matter what. But And then she's straight up essentially she's bleeding out for the next hour yeah and the thing is like jihan is like trying to get them to help her and then she saying woo fucking slits her throat at night but like the thing is too like they don't offer like medical services is the no. thing so it's like that just feels like bullshit because like hey i won the game and i fucking i'm dying now i guess they don't care so it's like they don't care if you... you're outside the game and you get fucking pummeled by gangster i yeah i guess but it's just like holy fuck that that just feels like super shitty planning in my opinion 
Yeah, that's a good point. If I had put my money on her as a VIP, I'd be like, I want my fucking money back. Yeah, yeah, you fucking iced my my winning horse over there. That's fucking bullshit. And nobody even did anything. It was because you, the game master, had this shit planned. Yeah, you thought it'd be up. dope as fuck, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You fucked me, and I'm pissed. God, yeah, dude. that was so frustrating. Yeah, that uh, that made me mad because also it was a major character, and it's like, okay, so she just kind of like died for no reason. Yeah, all the other characters, just fucking sad. Like yeah. when Ali dies, oh, oh, when she dies, it's like, bruh, it's like, really? It's like, that's, I, I would feel robbed. <sighs> frustrating, frustrating. Yeah. And then Sangwoo slits her throat in her sleep. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cause she's passing out from blood loss. And th- that was fucked up. That pissed me off. But like, dude, okay. I thought it was so fucked up where like they had this like nice dinner and like they have like the steak and everything. that shit looks so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then they're taking all like the plates and stuff away and they just leave the knife. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You're still in the games. Mm-hmm. That that was a cool thing. Um, yeah, I agree with another thing is like I agree with all the saying woo stuff. I don't know if I would have fucking cut her throat in her Dude, sleep. that's the thing. I, I was on board with essentially everything he did throughout the show, except for when he just slits her throat in the middle of the of the mm-hmm. night. And I was like, okay, hmm, that was pretty fucking evil. Yeah, I don't know, man. So now we're on to the last episode episode nine and this is where we get our great finale for this show uh which i think was pretty terrible and didn't really wrap up anything and left a lot to be desired this show falls apart at the end there's so many loose ends you as the audience feel entitled to knowing at the end of the show it's kind of offensive yes like okay we'll get into it so it begins with it's just Jihoon and Sangwoo, and now they're gonna face off in the Squid Game to get against each other, which is like a game they set up. Yeah, but and this is so fucking just stupid and a waste because all of the games up until now have been really interesting, right? And so the thing is, they're describing all these complex rules of the Squid Game, and I'm the audience. I'm reading the subtitles. I'm like, okay, okay, they have to cross <laughs> the thing and do the thing and beat the shit out of each other, whatever. And the guy's like alternatively you know the game ceases and the person wins whenever the other player can no longer continue and jihan's like what are you talking about he's like uh i'm talking about when the other player's dead (laughs) and so i'm like okay so they're just gonna fucking beat the shit out of each other and try to kill each other in this game yes oh there's no interesting decision making going on in this game no interesting mechanics also yeah yeah, also i'm thinking if it had ended up where there were like Let's say there were like 15 people left in the end. Was it just going to be a free-for-all, like, knife fight? I wonder, yeah. Like, I don't know. And that's the thing, too. Like, personally, I thought it was a really stupid move for Sang-Woo to kill What's-Her-Face in the in the night. Because, like, because the thing is, that basically guaranteed that he was going to have to fight Jihan in, like, a 1v1. Yeah. But if he had kept her alive there might have been a different game mechanic. Like, they couldn't have done the, that death match, essentially. They would have had to right. come up with, like, another game. Well, also, well, he said he was worried about <clears throat> both of them voting to leave and then being majority rule. Uh, that so a good point. the game would end. So that that's why he did that. So I'm like, <clears throat> ah, that kind of makes sense. Saying it was a piece of shit, so I buy it. Yeah, I buy it, too. But then the game, yeah, what you were saying is right. The game end up just becomes a fist fight in the rain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay <laughs> i don't know uh and a, one of my big problems was that for some reason 
Ji Hoon loves Sang Woo so much that he doesn't want to kill him that or reach me the end. Off. And yeah. I was like, dude, this like I understand you liked him as a friend before, but throughout these games, you have realized like he's the worst he's a person. Monster. He, yeah. He's a total sociopath that is abuse using and abusing all of your friends mm -hmm. and just cut like slit the throat of your best friend back there. Yeah. And now you're saying like, oh Sang Woo, I don't want to win. Please said, let's vote to quit. Like, yeah, bro, what? what? Dude, no, I like if I am that far and Sang Woo has tried to kill me for like the last 30 minutes, I'm fucking him up. Like, it's yeah. over. Like, well, what you were talking about way earlier when we were talking about Ji Hoon being a piece of shit and then him ending up being like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really agree with that with the other stuff, but like here, I don't get it. Yeah. I see what you're saying because it's like, dude, you're, you are kind of a piece of shit too. Mm -hmm. And now you're trying to be this hero <clears throat> right now. Mm -hmm. Well, it pissed me off too, because like Ji Hoon is no longer like just doing it for him. Like his friend's dying wish was like, when you win, like you have to help oh, my yeah, brother we and my mom. That, yeah. And it's like, yeah, bro, you can't just give the prize money up. Your homie died. Like you got to secure the bag and help her family. Fuck this sociopath that's just lying here in the rain. Yeah. You know, you have like, you have like a, mm. a higher calling at this point. And your own mother, too. Yeah, you're nothing about your daughter right now? Yeah, exactly. It's like, is saying woo more important than your daughter? Yeah, this sociopath piece of shit is more important to you that you're willing to give away all that money that you could help all of these non-sociopath people with. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just fucking wild to me. And he's like, yeah, they're like crying in the rain. And then, so saying woo ends up killing himself. Which, good job, saying woo. You did something right. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Yeah. He still did end like, up being a better... Sang woo was laying in there just like, oh my god, he's actually about to fumble the bag. And so he <laughs> yeah. had to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um... So yeah, Ji Hoon ends up winning. He gets all his money. He gets thrown out into the street, mm -hmm. and then he mopes around for a, a year, whole year, doing absolutely nothing for his family or, or anyone else. Or anyone else. He's he's living like a hobo still. And so like he, the bank brings him in. Like they like arrange for his transportation, and he sits down. He's like, "Is there a problem?" They're like, "Well, you opened your account here with us a year ago, and you have like twenty four billion won, <laughs> and you haven't done anything with it." And he's like, "It's in a basic savings account." I'm like. We can help you invest it and stuff like that. And he's like, nah, fam, I'm good. Can you loan me 10,000 won? And it's just like... Well, the thing I did like about that was I think the point was showing that like at the beginning, he would ask people for money mm -hmm. and they would all be like, fuck off. But then now that he has money, he can ask for money, which, oh. is, which is like a weird... Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Which is, a, I think, pretty decent commentary mm -hmm. on wealth and stuff like... It's easy to make money when you have money type right. of thing. So I like that. But him just sitting around for a year on the by the beach That's just rough. moping. Yeah, because he gets back and he finds out his mom died while yeah. he was gone in the games. Um, it's like, bro, you still have a daughter? And you mm -hmm. still have that promise to your friend to take care of her brother? Yeah, and get her, her mom, mom out of North Korea. Um, <laughs> Not she dead, though. Oh, yeah. I, pff, whatever. <laughs> um, and then he ends up getting it in another one of the squid game cards to go to this mysterious meetup in this like hotel. Oh dude. And it says like, love your, your gongbu. <laughs> your gongbu. And so dude, I like... lost my fucking mind when I saw that. I was like, I knew, I knew exactly what was going to happen when I saw that. I was so pissed. No, mm -hmm. this pissed me off. Let's get into it. Okay. So he goes to the meetup and it ends up that 
we come to find out that the old man was actually the South Korean VIP the whole time. And he was has been the one running the games while simultaneously playing the games. So here's the thing. They fucking shit on this man's arc. Okay? So he spends all this time creating this beautiful relationship with Ji-hun. And then you think he dies, and it is a masterpiece. But he's just fucking alive. And here's the thing. So one of the issues with this, so they throw the arc away. But on top of that, Ji-hun is fucking shook, right? And he's just like, why? Why are you doing this? So the whole like rest of the game, you have this you have this idea that there's like a deeper, it's like a deeper morality or narrative happening behind the game. Like we talk about whenever the um the organ transplanting guys get skull fucked by the game master, because his whole point is like these people are here because of inequality and their inability to make it out there. So everything in here is going to be fair or mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, you think like there's this deep seated narrative behind why these games were made. And then when Jihan asks the old man, why he said, well, you see when you're so rich, <laughs> everything gets boring. So me and my friends decided to come together and just make this happen because we thought it would be fun. Yeah. And it was like, that is the fucking stupidest thing I have heard in a long time. Yeah, well, they they compare it to like um, horse racing, betting on horse races and stuff. And they were instead of using horses, they're using people. Yeah. And that was the whole idea. And I was like, okay, so it's more of just you being rich. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so I'm rich. I'm so bored. rich. I can just dehumanize these people and it's fun for me. And it's like, oh, my God. And then. I also thought it was hilarious that the old man was like, we're not so different, you and I. Yeah. yeah. When, when you're the people who are extremely rich and extremely poor are more similar than you think. And the fact that like n- neither of them have opportunities or something like that. It's like, no, dog, that's cap. That is so cap. <laughs> that is not true. He was like, all. I'm so fucking rich. I've literally done everything. Yeah. And now I'm bored. And it's, so I don't want to do anything anymore. I don't know. I feel like the whole message was lost. Yeah, it was. No, there's no fucking message. There is no message. It was just, I'm so rich and this was fun. That's the problem. <laughs> well, and then at the same time, while they're talking, they're, they made their own bet about this dude on the street, down on the street, and he's like dying in the cold. Mm-hmm. And they're making a bet on whether or not by midnight someone will come by and help him. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a tense situation because people keep like just basically walking over him and no one cares and then someone cares for him and then leaves and you're like oh man they're really just gonna let this guy die out here and then someone ends up helping this man so jihoon wins the bet and the old man's just fucking dead and he just dies yeah <laughs> and jihoon's like oh like i won the bet <laughs> yeah you like force choked him or something like he just died after that it was i, don't I know. didn't understand i guess maybe I'm just an idiot, but I didn't even understand the point of that. It was just about people not helping other people. I guess. But then I, the whole time, Jihoon was right. Jihoon so was right. What was the I, point? I just didn't understand. I feel like if you wanted to have this whole fucking stupid thing, that's fine. But like, I don't know why it had to be the same old man. Like, oh, it, it had to be a twist. It was, it was, it, it ruined his arc. Yeah. In one shot, you fucking ruined it. And it was just frustrating too, because like, God, like he just doesn't give a fuck about the games. And then I don't know, man. I I just don't know how you fumble the bag like this. 
It was so good. Yeah, it really was good. And then, so anyway, that twist was pretty lame, and I feel like it didn't really add much to the story. No, not at all. Uh, not at all. So. Oh, yeah, and that he was playing in the, the reason the old man was in the games was because, like, the tumor was real. Yeah. And, again, he thought it would be fun. Yeah, he just thought it'd be fun. Because so he was like, bored. Okay. But also, he said he needed the money to cure the tumor, but if he already has all this money, why doesn't he just get the tumor removed? I guess he can't. Like, money doesn't solve all your problems. He's also old as shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That dude is looking... His skin's, like, made of paper, and, like, he's about to die, so... Well, a whole nother thing is, like... So he was playing this game because he was bored, and he wanted to play games like he did with his friends. And so, like, when... When he was playing marbles with Ji-Hoon, was he just fucking with him to fuck with him? I think he was. Just because he thought it was funny? Yeah. Because there was really no stakes for him anyway. So he just thought it was funny to see yeah. Ji-Hoon like mentally sweating. <laughs> like yeah, he's just decomposing. Mm -hmm. So like that's the thing. It's like, okay, so does he even like he doesn't even like see Ji-Hoon as like a friend? I yeah, I guess not. But I, I don't know. It's a mess. All that stuff's a mess, especially with the 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 detective stuff right before that it's like oh my god everything's coming to like Ahead. Uh, a well a car wreck it's like oh yeah it's like, like a multi-car pileup yeah it's a multi-car pileup where everything is crashing and burning all these different threads and arcs are just colliding because next so after this jihoon is convinced to start using his money and so one of the first things he does is he goes gets goes and gets north korea girl's brother no, no no the first thing he does is he gets a wild like red oh, hair yeah, style which was just like i just thought that was the craziest thing ever like why i think it was supposed to be like new identity new him the old jihoon died i don't know i, I don't like the way the new jihoon looks <laughs> i don't know i'm not a fan but um yeah so he picks up north korea girl's brother and essentially he just gets the brother and drops him off with Sang Woo's mom. Yeah, and says, here you with go. Like, with like a suitcase of cash and is like, okay, bye. Yeah. It's like, bro, what? what? That, that is what you're going to do to help? Yeah. He also doesn't get her mom out of North That's Korea. That's another big thing is that North Korea girl's mom is completely lost. Yeah, he, he I forgot. I guess no one gives a fuck. It, <laughs> he it's just been a year forgot. he forgot. <laughs> he took too long. Because, dude, if I'm Sang Woo's mom and he drops a kid in a suitcase of cash... I'm like, bro, fuck this kid. <laughs> I'm taking this cash and making a new life. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. Like, what if she didn't even want to raise a kid? I don't do well, too bad. I guess too bad. It's like, here's your fucking money. Like, take care of this kid, I guess. Yeah. No, dude, but it's like she was like, Oh, I have some more help for the fish stand. Like, that kid's gonna be cutting fish in the, the fish market. Yeah, That's all he's gonna be I doing. Guess. He's, I mean he's slave labor. Sang Woo turned out pretty great, so she must <laughs> try again. <laughs> I don't he just know. grows up to be another Sang Woo. It just felt so. There was like no resolution. He just dropped the kid it's off. It's like he was doing else. the bare minimum, like checking yeah. the boxes. Like he's like, okay, save her brother. Okay, get her. Fucking dump him at Sang Woo's mom. Throw throw <laughs> luggage full of cash at them, and then leave. Yeah, the mission accomplished. Side quest. Like he's like. He's like speed running the side quest. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh God, I'm obligated to yeah. do this. He's like, here's some fucking money. Here's the fucking kid. I'm leaving. Dude. And then Sang Woo is 
on is in the airport and he's on his way. He's talking to his daughter on the phone and she's like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so excited to see you. He's like, look, I'm not a shithead dad anymore. I got you a real present that's not a gun this time. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, woo, yay. And he's like, I'm, I'm coming to the United States. And then he, oh, so the way he gets another squid card is like, he sees the same guy who originally got him hooked on the squid game, give him, give like another like yeah. poor dude. Yeah. Like beats the shit out of the poor dude and takes it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, and he's in the airport and he calls the squid game number on that card. And he's like, he's all, he's like on the, uh, the boarding tube tunnel to get, yeah, to, the to plane. get on the plane. And he's like, this is, uh, this is Jihon. You can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> sort of shit is like you think you can just do this and the game master the game master's like what the fuck just get on the plane yeah he's like <laughs> he basically says yeah we are yeah uh, just get your money and like enjoy your life yeah he's like you're not gonna stop us so <laughs> yeah and he's right he's totally right dude so and then it ends with ji hon still choosing to be a shit father <laughs> and he turns around and walks out after immediately telling his daughter he was on his way to see her with a present <laughs> He says, fuck that. It just turns around and leaves. And it's like supposed to be badass, but it's like, okay, so you have all the money in the world and you're still a shit dad. Yeah. And bro, what are you going to do? Like, dude, the, the cop Navy SEAL who was in deep and went through all that shit wasn't able to stop them. What the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. I think it's hilarious just to think about that. This whole nine hours is supposed to be about Ji Hoon, um, finally getting the opportunity to become a better better version of himself and get this money to be a better better father like gives him the opportunity to do what he wants to do with his daughter Mm -hmm. and my man says (laughs) i'm coming for you and runs and runs away from his daughter dude i mean north korea's mom does not get saved but he he helps north korea north korea girl's uh brother gives sang woo's mom the money like he fulfills his prom mostly fulfills his promises to the other people, but doesn't fulfill the one thing he said he was gonna do when he got the money. He's like, the one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be a good dad. Psych! No, <laughs> no, dude, no, you're not. And like, it's just so shitty. Would like, it have been too hard for you to go see your daughter and then come back and fix this problem? Because, well, here's the thing, bro. You are dead. So like, you should go see your daughter before you die. Yeah, if you're calling them and they have the UAV like reading your heat signature on where you are in the airport because they knew where he was it's like he like he was unfazed by it. I was like bro they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna drone strike you <laughs> yeah well another thing like because i i was talking to a couple of friends about this and we all think it's dumb but it's like what is he is he gonna just join the games again but the game creators already know what his plan is yeah bro and also like here's the thing if you could like if you thought you could overthrow the games, like, why didn't like what stopped you from doing it the first time? There's no way around it. Like they got you guys sealed in that fucking yeah. room, and you're not doing shit in there. I guess he's gonna do the the detective thing all over again. I guess. Yeah, no one no work. one asked for that, and th- that's the thing. It didn't even work. He could, dude. The detective did everything right, and it still didn't work. The detective even had hella plot armor exactly and couldn't even make his way through yeah dude. like what do you expect to do i don't know man the, well that's the thing it's like jihon walks away like a badass and it's like you know this isn't john wick right like this is some scrawny <laughs> you're still a fucking schmuck. scrawny schmuck you know who who's a shit dad like well he's not gonna do anything i don't know and then the show ends and that's it 
I, I, I really don't want there to be a season two. I know there is, but like, I don't want there to be because I don't want to have to watch it, but we're going to have to. Yeah, we will watch it if it comes out. But my whole thing, so this last episode essentially has no resolution to anything that we've been watching. And if they had just maybe done one more episode. Season one is a tease. That's all it is. Yeah. If they had just done like one more episode and then capped the story off strong and brought all those story threads back together, Mm -hmm. like with the detective's brother. And maybe you have like, there's a conversation about how he, he's like joined the dark side or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. He's realized what it means or something about these games. You could have a conversation about that. You could have Ji Hoon be a good father. That would be great. I feel like that's a pretty low bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that is a very simple, obtainable arc. Shit, dad in the beginning, good dad at the end. Yes, but they could, but but he could not do that. I don't know. I don't understand because I just picture the daughter waiting. In the, like, if, <laughs> like if I'm his daughter, I am fucking done with him. That's yeah, like, it's over. Yeah, like like you're just throwing your relationship with your daughter away. For clout, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but yeah, that's the end. So his daughter's like, "Why didn't you come <sighs> see me?" And he's like, "Well, I thought it'd be badass if I didn't." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a season two. Have you not heard? <laughs> I'm going back to Squid Game. <laughs> okay, oh well, God. let's uh, let's go over overall thoughts. Okay, I mean, it is there are some phenomenal building blocks in this show. To say it has potential is such an understatement, and I really loved it all the way through episode seven. And then, I mean, I just don't understand how you drop a ball like this. Like, I feel like maybe it has more to do with them just being greedy. Like, obviously, you want a season two. Like, you want to set up another season because that's just more money. But I think in their effort to do that, this whole thing just kind of falls apart and nothing really is resolved it's just very unsatisfying yeah well from my point of view what you could have done is wrapped up this story and then you realize that this show is an absolute banger and you just do a season two of a different cast of characters going through a different squid games scenario yeah you could totally do that and just i mean you just have different games and different people and you get to enjoy it all again because mm-hmm. i guess that's the thing like and then you could run this for like a hundred seasons they set season two up to be less about the games and more about Ji-Hun cracking down on the games. But people did not like this show for like the detective work and stuff. People yeah. liked the show for the games. Yeah, the games were so much more interesting yeah. than anything else. Really. Yeah, so like season two is already set up to be way weaker than season one. Yeah, and that's, that's because it shouldn't good. exist. Yeah, I, I agree with you a lot here. Uh, I liked, I think for like... Yeah, the first six or seven episodes, I was like, oh my, like, this is amazing. I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even the detective stuff was a little wacky and wild, but it was fun. It was good to watch. It, and, it like, by itself, it doesn't, like, make the show, but it is, but like, a, a nice little plot, cherry on top. Yeah. As a side plot, it's a fun getaway. I was invested from, like, in it. The games yeah. and stuff. But then, like, they, they start adding these wacky and wild VIPs. That was, yeah, too much they start doing really weird character decisions They're They try and bring in these awful twists that no one, I don't think anyone has really liked. No. Uh, and then it ends with no resolution at all for any of their questions or problems. Two, man. So I don't know. This one's kind of tough because I feel like I got to episode six, at least like with the marbles, 
I was like, this show is this absolutely show's amazing. fantastic. Yeah. But now my feeling is like disappointment. Kind of feels like a, to a lesser degree, like Game of Thrones season eight again. Yeah, it's just, you know, but episodic. So you get to the end, it's like, oh, okay. So all of that was so good. But at the end, it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. At least this one wasn't seasons long. True. True. I mean, it was still nine hours of our lives. <laughs> but that's a working day, man. Hey, man, seven of those hours are pretty good. That is true. That is true. Only two bad hours, you know, <laughs> two shit hours. What would you what would you give a rating? OK, I actually want to. <sighs> that's a tough one. Dude, I, I wanted you to go first. <laughs> OK, I can go first. Yeah, Um, I feel like I'm still collecting my thoughts on it. I really want to know what you think. <sighs> I think. I'm I'm between like a seven and an eight. Because I feel like for like the first six or seven episodes, like we were talking about, I'd probably give it a nine. Mm-hmm. And then, man, it really falls off hard when we get to the later stuff. And it brings it down to an eight because I didn't like any of the resolutions that were going on. And then a seven for all just the extra wild stuff they, they added on top that I didn't need. Right. Um, the show had fantastic acting and great concept the plot was interesting but it's like the deeper you went the worse it got (laughs) which is horrible to say oh no but i would definitely recommend it i think i'm gonna give it a seven okay i'm sticking between a seven or an eight i wanted to see where you were because i think i i think i settled on an eight yeah um so like you said all of the acting is phenomenal except for the VIPs, which is just a fucking crime. <laughs> yeah. um, the games are super interesting. Oh, the characters are so damn good. The old man in Jihan was so damn good. And they just take a shit on it at the end. But yeah, I think the, yeah, the, the entertaining part, the, tar- the part that's going to make you like clench your ass cheeks together is the games because mm-hmm. like they're so tense, you know? Right. And they're really entertaining. And I think the reason I'm going to give it an eight is because even though the end is kind of a mess, not kind of, it is a mess. I, I would still recommend watching the show because the most entertaining part of the show is not necessarily the relationships and the characters, although they are great. It is like the games themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's still very entertaining. Like I could still recommend it. Like if you, like if you listen to this and you already know how it ends, I would still recommend you go watch like episode one through seven just to see the games because it's fun. Yeah. So for sure. I think an eight, I think I'm gonna settle on an eight. I could definitely be argued to an eight. But I mean the thing is, like, if if they would have if they would have sealed the deal with the last two episodes and not just gotten greedy with it, tied a bow on all of those plot threads and res- gotten us some resolutions. I mean, this could be like a nine and a half. Like oh yeah. For know, sure. Like ten, ten, 10 is like amazing, but like <laughs> You know, I, I it could have been a show where I was like, you absolutely have to watch this. It's a must watch. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is like, I think I've, I've heard most people say that they don't really like the ending, but it is still the most watched show in like the history of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, imagine if you didn't fuck it up at the end. I mean, people would would be even going crazier over it. Yeah. Like it would be like one of the greatest things of all. I mean, it kind of already is just from like logistics mm-hmm. standpoint. But like, you know what I mean? Like people would just be raving over it because of how amazing just like this one miniature season it season is yeah but i will say i think the show is overrated i, by, that. Uh, I think 
people are so down horrendous on good content that we finally get some here. It's like, oh my God, characters and relationships being interesting. Yeah. And people are just fucking foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, this is how stories usually go. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's that's, a whole weird thing. That's something I thought was super interesting because like I watched it um, and I was like, that was really good, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, like, oh my this show has like taken the world by storm. Like you can't go on the internet without seeing some reference to squid game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like people, I think are just down bad because it's a good show, but it's not like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It's just <laughs> yeah. like really good. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is like all it takes to like send the internet into a frenzy now. Cause like people are so, that's what I'm saying. The bar is, is low. Yeah. Everyone's down horrendous. And, like, we just want a good show, I guess. Like, I mean, people out here watching Bridgerton, like, this is probably way better than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People watch their 17th season of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, my God, there's other things. Squid Game. <laughs> Squid Games. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's a recommend. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. I don't think it's the greatest watch piece it. of Netflix media. Don't, don't buy into the time. hype. It, it's just very good. It's mm-hmm. not, like, the greatest thing ever. But also never buy into the hype of anything. Nothing ever lives up to the hype. True. Very true. Yeah. Battlefield 2042. Anyway, everyone, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Quality Control Show. We will catch you next time. See you guys.